0: the lyrics to the extended version of every 90s TV theme song? Can you recite the entire script to Wayne's World on command, verbatim? Might you wax nostalgic about injuries sustained during backyard wrestling matches? Have you pontificated at length over what beer goes best with Mario Kart? Do you philosophically dwell for inappropriate lengths of time on phenomena like snowsuits, minor five chords, Rocky Four, baseball stats,
1: wall-mounted pencil sharpeners, Cinnamon Toast crunch, Murray Wilson, Wilson, seasons two through eight of The Simpsons, on villains. Then friends, lovers, palindromes, have we weak- got the show for you. It's Calling B.S. with Brandon and Scott. Your esoteric clerics for the fleet of mouth and mind. Brutally honest,
0: meticulously obsessive, and painstakingly pragmatic. Check us out and B.S. I love you. Dueling genre. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we're watching the 1990 Turtles movie, one reporter slapping minute at a time. I'm Scott Tofty, and with us this week for uh, minutes 21 to 26 are our regular co hosts, Chris O'Connor. Yo! Rachel Gatlin.
2: Hello. And
0: Adam Sheehan. Howdy. Hey guys, how you doing?
2: Good, how are you? Oh, okay. uh, good.
0: Special guest this week is a longtime friend of mine. I've known him for well over 10 years now. We play music together, we watch a lot of movies together, and we oftentimes find ourselves inebriated discussing movies together. But today we're sober. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Brandon Warren. Mahalo, gang.
1: How's it going?
0: (laughs) So uh, today's minute, minute number 21, starts with uh, pajama-clad foot soldier slapping April in the face and ends with Raphael whisking her away to his magical sewer castle. (laughs) <laughs> um, and all things in between. But before we get started, as is sort of the uh, burgeoning tra- tra- uh, tradition here on Turtles Minute, let's get to know our guest host. So Brandon, yes,
1: sir. Uh,
0: what's your history with Ninja Turtles? Where Where did you first encounter Ninja Turtles in your life? Was it the comic books? Was it the movie? Was
1: it the TV show? I think I got to be honest. I think my first initial encounter with the uh, Ninja Turtles franchise and uh, idiosyncrasies therein was probably the Burger King Kids Club. <laughs> uh, anyone remembers those VHS tapes, uh, tapes that used to come in the I kids' think, meal?
0: I think you're the third person that we. I think all of our guests have discussed those at this point. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about the Burger King Kids Club extensively. It's great. We actually we pulled up in our first week the uh, the commercial that was on the tape. Nice. yeah
1: I play right field. oh man yeah, that was fantastic the fat kid in right field yeah
0: so uh we are all very familiar, so those tapes are the first time you kind of like yeah, and that's the that's the eighty seven cartoon. You know, I right? wonder
1: what that kid's wins above replacement was he, he, he couldn't have been that valuable to that team yeah, he's not he probably got a nice participation trophy probably well, it was nineteen ninety it was before those days mm. he probably got beat up by somebody. Yeah, they probably held those kids accountable. <laughs> 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 um, so you're you're a fan of the
0: '87 movie? Did you go further? I mean, obviously you've seen this movie. You know, I know you were telling me that you rewatched the whole thing recently. But uh, I did.
1: Uh, while my wife was at church Sunday morning, I got up and rewatched the whole thing uh, just because I knew I'd be able to get through the entire thing if she wasn't home. Uh, but I, I was a big fan of Secret of the Ooze as well. It was uh, delightfully kitschy. Ah. also featured uh, my favorite wrestler of all time, a super shredder, Mr. Kevin Nash. Yes, we have another <laughs> wrestling
0: fan. Watch uh, out. This could go weird places this week, guys. Uh, so we no, know. I know.
1: I, I'm <laughs> sorry, Chris. I <laughs> uh, distinctly remember seeing... Um, Ninja Turtles 3 in the movie theater, uh, <laughs> about, probably circa 1993. Oh, so, wow.
3: I do remember seeing that one in theaters, too. That's the only one I remember seeing in theaters.
0: It's kind of the same. I think that's... I'm I'm the same way. I remember seeing 3. I feel like I remember renting 2 from Blockbuster. I have no idea. I kind of have fuzzy memories of seeing 1, but I might also be mixing it up with Five Goes West. That happens sometimes in my mind. <laughs> they have very similar plots. Oh, very that, similar plot. That you know, happens uh, to
2: me with... Um, labyrinth and never-ending story That's because i had them i had them on one tape growing up so nice same
1: yeah um, they, they, so they said play back, well, both back yeah uh, and uh, ninja turtles featured the uh stirring themes of coming of age stories and rodents
0: anthropomorphic animals
2: yeah, yeah. um
0: <laughs> so when was the first time you saw the the original movie do you remember like was it a rental was it
1: The first time I saw the original movie, I don't think I could say, but I do know that uh, it was one of the few VHS tapes that my grandparents had. So every time we were at their (laughs) house, uh, it was, you know, without a doubt, always in the VCR. We must have watched it every weekend. Uh, Although it's it's odd going back at age 31 and going back and uh, watching it now and like, man, this... uh, I, I don't remember a lot of these jokes. They're, this is pretty edgy in some places.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that we talked about, and we'll get into it more this week as we get rolling, but this movie is much more sort of mature and serious than a lot of people give it credit right. quite for. And I, one of our previous guests brought up the fact that it, the sequels had a lot to do with sort of really ruining it. the reputation of this right. movie. Yeah. But with that much being said, let's get into minute number 21. So... The, the first thing we hear in this minute is the foot soldier laying on a really thick sort of Hollywood Asian dialect circa Oof. 1990, which, you know, if someone throws that out there now, uh, pretty sure that it, it's going to cause that exact reaction that Chris is doing. It's a groan yeah. reaction. Yeah,
3: it, well, yeah. I mean, it's not just generic Asian, like the fact that they're butchering the L's means he's specifically going, and it fits, the Japanese, that's what
0: they're going for. Is <laughs> it, I think it's Lethal Weapon 4. Where they have, like, the Asian dude tied up and they're trying to get information out of him and Mel Gibson is just in there going like, oh, do you like flied lice? Flied <laughs> lice? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was bad. But,
3: I mean, what do we – I mean, that was before we understood what a terrible person Mel Gibson was. Mm-hmm. It's true.
4: Mm-hmm. My favorite use of that is we it has have to be uh, Weird Al's UHF. Where there's a oh, scene great, where great film the su- the supplies okay. closet opens that, up and a bunch of ninjas yeah, jump out and yell wonderful. supplies that supplies
3: that one, that one like, is innocent and sweet
4: like <laughs> there's a way there's a way to do it like you can yeah. do it and get away with it but it's supplies. Just- so, uh, I
1: supplies.
3: they did the it the worst. right way
1: yeah because if you, because uh, if you interpret that as racist that makes you the racist because it does say <laughs> supplies on the door that's true
3: I think <laughs> they said think it one of
2: the- one of the worst was probably, uh, what is that br- movie, Breakfast, Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yes, that was one And of the Mickey worst. Rooney is yeah. like the upstairs yeah. Japanese neighbor. Uh, I that mean, that, definitely... that happened
0: a lot. And that's why I called it sort of, you know, Hollywood Asian. That was a pretty common thing back in the day was yellowface. instead of cast, It was like way yeah. more whitewashing than it is now. You would straight oh up, God, like, exactly, yellow face. John Yellows. Wayne as Genghis Khan. I mean, yep. <laughs> granted,
3: he died for that. So, I mean, I don't know if it was that big of a sin, but it was pretty bad. I mean, it was a bad yeah. movie. It was a bad thing to do. Um, and, I don't know and if he be, have died for it.
0: To be fair, I did try to find the voiceover actor on this part, and it's I, it's impossible. I have no, no idea who. To, no
1: uh, I was going to say, to I think we're being a little hard on this guy. This was his big Hollywood break. Was <laughs> this his only line in the movie? Uh, I think
0: this is his only line, unless yeah, it's done be, by one of the other voice actors. He's going to
1: ham it up. He's going to milk it for all its worth. <laughs> It was a throwaway moment in a day of ADR. Like no, nobody's
0: like, going to remember.
3: And nobody's going to be able to pick his face out under those little bubble eye things.
0: <laughs> well, it, it's, it's also not the actor in the suit. It's a voiceover artist. If you watch the original trailer uh, for Ninja right, Turtles, right. It's a totally different voice in that scene. And it's almost even worse. I think as far as the accent goes, um, <laughs> this one's more tame and that's that's all well and good, but I just it killed me that I couldn't find this guy. It might actually be an Asian gentleman. I have no idea, and he might just be like affecting a more probably not. Sort
1: of. To be fair, it's probably really difficult to and, boom an army of gimps in the subway. Have you ever watched?
3: Have you ever watched? What was the name of it's a It's a documentary <clears> on Netflix about voice actors. Like I know that voice, or I rec- oh, can yeah, you hear yeah, me yeah. now? Or I know was that really voice. It was really good, yeah, and there was like right. a, a segment in there where you know, like all all of these primarily white voice actors are like going through the, the accents that they've had to do over their time. So chances are it's not an Asian guy doing that accent.
0: Yeah. Um, so our, our friendly neighborhood foot soldier opens his hand and smacks <laughs> April in the mouth. And the, the, the thing I like about this, and it's something I just, <laughs> she I smack. know it's a weird segue, but That's stay with me from or... <laughs> the, the thing domestic I like violence. about domestic abuse. No, <laughs> There's nothing domestic about this. It's a public space and they're
2: not related. The thing I
0: like about mugging, um, no, but hang with me for just a minute because I'm okay, going okay, somewhere okay, with this. Okay. Okay. The thing I like about this sequence that I never tied together in my youth is that think back to when April gets mugged at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. She's scared. She runs away. She's, she's very damsel in distress already by this point in the movie she's so fed up with how she's been treated, how she's been you know turned down by Chief Stearns as far as giving uh, any important interview information she's been yelled at by her boss. Um, she's just fed up and it it shows here she says that's it before she swings that purse and it just it is a manifestation of all her frustrations coming out. she attacks like this is a character development moment for her as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yes, and uh, she's also armed in this scene As opposed to the other scene She's probably feeling a bit more confident I mean, she had the bag in the first scene (laughs) Yeah, her, yeah doesn't last for long. No, no it true. does
3: not. She 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 presents the size. She's like, oh, I got this thing. They're going to be super scared of this thing. Look at this thing I got. Chris, <laughs> it's
0: gone. Right. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Very very 80s confidently.
3: T- a very 80s karate 101. It's like, oh, you've got the knife. I'm going to kick it out of your hand.
0: I do this one move. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm then surprised he sweeps the leg. Like the Jim
3: Carrey karate master uh, like, uh, skit. <laughs> it's like, you <laughs> do this and I do this. I'm surprised yes. it didn't
4: make that gun ricochet sound.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not even a wha, 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 you know? <laughs> um, so it brings us to the next point. So the sigh is gone. What the hell's in her bag that's going to do it's any harm? It's just her bag. I mean like yeah. I,
3: you know there there, there was um, like I kind of think April should be like sort of world weary enough and knowledgeable enough that she would keep like a can of soup or a soda can in her bag to add a little weight so that when you swing it it's like a flail which by the way if you ever need a weapon in a hurry just get like a you know go to the soda machine go to the convenience store go to your fridge get a soda can take your sock off put it in there that will crack skulls anyway um yeah like i i from the way she's swinging it and from the way they react i don't think there's anything in there but just her purse stuff and like she's or maybe gonna, her camera. She's like, like there's really, a... she's really choked up on her grip. She's close to the bag itself. She's just sort of swatting them. It's like they're getting hit with a carry-on, and it's not
0: doing anything. Is she a member of the Girl Scouts? Because <laughs> hmm. I just see all these badges and pins on this brown, this ugly brown <laughs> vest, and the first thing I thought—I can't remember what movie it's from—but there's a movie where like they're working at a store and like, oh, these are
1: your pieces of flair. You want oh. pieces space. of flare That's
3: it. Twenty-five. Okay. Pe- what was it? Twenty-five pieces of flair or twenty-four? Pe- what was the? Yeah, well,
1: ten was the minimum that you should wear.
3: You have the minimum, and like, look at look at Chad. He's got thirty-seven pieces of flair. It's yeah. like, okay, well, I'm doing what you told me to do. If you want. If you want me to do that, then make the minimum thirty seven.
0: Yeah, Yes. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Go it ahead, looks Rachel. like
2: it looks like she's got a brooch on her neck. Uh-huh. And then I can't tell what the other ones are. Some other kind of weird uh,
0: her pin. horticultury badge. <laughs> <laughs> her <laughs> <not> tying <laughs> badge.
2: No, Girl her Scout badges are badge. embroidered. Um, like,
0: well, I was never plant, a Girl Scout, so Plant no,
1: husbandry. True.
2: Isn't
1: that one? No. By the look of her her hair, it appears that she earned her uh, Rod Stewart covered band badge.
0: She does kind of have a weird, like, Rod Stewart vibe going on. You got that merit badge, man. (laughs) The do you think I'm sexy badge?
2: (laughs) The only badges I remember were, like, Helping the Elderly. Cooking, sewing, like.
0: <laughs> I was a Cub Scout for like six months, and I think I got like a Bobcat badge and a wolf badge, and I, then I lost at the Pinewood Derby, where you like mm. race those cars you carve out of a block of wood, and then I promptly quit.
3: I was a Cub Scout in Germany um, for like the three years that I was there, so I did uh, I, I did like uh, Bobcat to Weeblo, and then... I don't I don't remember what specifically uh got us out of it but I think it might have been something along the lines of why do I have to swear to god so much so I was like <laughs> and you know, and also that. neckerchief yeah the neckerchief is um it's a very uh mystery machine bit of uh a, of flair and I wasn't really into it
4: uh, <laughs> yeah. I th- I think I
3: wear a neckerchief kind of
4: pretty well
2: myself Really <laughs> you, you you never wear them anymore <laughs>
3: Oh, that's the sound of a woman who wants to see you in a neckerchief. We're <laughs> gonna put a picture of Adam
0: in a neckerchief in the show notes for everyone, so okay, you have cool. that to look forward to. My dad, Fred
4: my dad was cheat. a scout leader, and we used to play like psychology mind games at the Pinewood Derby. Like we would spread rumors <laughs> that we were cheating, even though we were. Wow. So everybody was concentrating so much on us cheating that you know they weren't nice. paying attention nice. to anything else. Yeah, it was
2: awesome. all I all I really remember from Girl Scouts is every badge was like a skill. Yeah, of course. Of course, those skills were like cooking and sewing and like talking to old people. Like talking to and old se- people and is and yeah. that's a skill.
0: Believe well, me, that's a skill.
2: We went. We went to the nursing home and we had to hang out with old people.
1: Aww, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Scott, did you earn your podcasting about old movies merit badge? Yeah. Uh, I'm still working on <laughs> I'm it. I'm sure it. He has.
0: Listen, if I haven't earned it yet, I mean, you've put, you put, put in, in the, the minimum the time legwork. <laughs> I'm I'm trying real hard, guys. By the time this comes out, uh, I'll let you know. And also, did okay.
1: one of you say you were cheating during the Pinewood Derby? Were you using, like, performance-enhancing As lead? a trick.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, we made it seem like we were. So people would get so, like, concerned about yeah, it that you, they wouldn't think of anything <laughs> we, else. It's, we it's put an engine in idea. our Pinewood so, car. So, like, you were uh, throwing yeah. the
1: race to uh, swerve, like, the betting uh, line? No, 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 yeah, no. Like, no. like, like, like we you were, go...
3: If you go to a game and like, if you're in a game where there's lots of different people competing and you, you sort of spread the rumor, you know, surreptitiously you, you get people talking uh, to say that, oh, your team is is cheating, but you're not, then other people are more worried about whether or not you're, you know, they're trying to look for the cheat. And if they're looking for that and you're not doing it, then they're not paying attention to their own game and there's a better chance that they'll screw up and lose.
0: You guys ah. are just so much smarter Classic than Classic misdirection. It,
4: he did the same thing as uh, as a little league coach. Like he would come out and be like, "This is our special bat. Don't tell anybody about our special bat." Of course, everyone on the team was like, "We have a special bat to all their friends." <laughs> and then, like oh. the next game, all the dads were like, "Well, that's a that's a, that's some kind of special bat." And then, like the whole, <laughs> you just throw Get everybody that special off. bat out of here. Yeah. Or, or or he would walk up to the pitcher that day and just be like, "Hey, when you go up to the mound, the first couple pitches you throw, just throw them right into the backstop. Just throw them crazy." and then run uh, into the ribs <laughs> yeah and then and don't then do that in up, little league he'd walk up to the other coach and be like oh yeah our normal pitcher uh, has the flu so we're we're kind of testing out this guy i'm not really sure how great he is at throwing and then like you would just see him throw a huge crazy shot into the backstop then everyone going up to bat was like is he gonna hit Terrified? me the ribs with
3: this that is a clever <laughs> coach Yeah, Yeah,
2: that's that. That sounds like something you guys are
3: schemers. It's
4: cheating by not cheating.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that is some '80s like '80s businessman reading Sun Tzu's Art of War. (laughs) Go (laughs) check.
0: I like it.
1: Um, Always
3: a
0: good grip. So so April goes down with what one punch? Yeah, she doesn't take basically. And she
3: stays damage. out for a long time. Yeah, she's yeah. super unconscious for a couple of minutes at least, which is a she a, a gateway definitely to brain has a damage. concussion, right? Yeah, yeah unless yeah, she yeah. like gets
2: hit in, in the temple, like I don't know.
3: Yeah, that, that. that's
2: yeah. Presumably that's
3: where she got hit, but but being out for more than like thirty seconds means your your risk of brain damage is.
0: Look, as mm-hmm. as someone who's watched a lot of Back to the Future and listened to all three of the Back to the Future Minute series. Uh, <laughs> featuring our producer Scott Corelli. Getting knocked out that much can't be healthy. I th- uh-uh. This is the only time she gets knocked out in the film. She right? goes As someone NFL. who has been knocked out <laughs> numerous times, it is not healthy. It's not healthy. Yes, April's going to hire a law firm and sue the New York City subway system uh, for <laughs> mental health endangerment. Um, so she goes down and then the, we, the, down, down, the music fades down and we see Raphael reaching for the sigh, and you get the sound of that sigh scraping across the cement. In inside this pocket where the music dies out, and then immediately it like launches back in as he like flying scissor kicks two foot soldiers. I love that moment. The moment of just the sigh slowly scraping across the pavement is such a cool shot the Uh, weapons in this movie get so much more recognition than they do in a lot of other turtle related media
3: I love I love the scrape I love that sound I love the shot of the sigh but I feel like it is immediately cheapened and damaged by the first person view like charge up I don't like
0: that um
1: it is kind of yeah okay I could, I can get behind that it is a little silly the uh, war cry doesn't help much either (laughs) I
3: like his... Yeah, yeah, I, I like, like his, I'm so emotional. It's... I'm so emotional with my teenage emotions. There goes your element <laughs> a, of surprise. I'm a
1: 16-year-old turtle.
3: Yeah, like I, was... I... I think we've established
0: they're terrible ninjas. They're bad ninjas. One has to wonder if, if they tried to shoot it without that scene um, because if you think about it, like I'm trying to think he grabs the side and then how do you get him over to the foot soldiers in an intense way Uh that doesn't look silly with a giant 400 pound turtle suit.
4: Yeah, it doesn't involve hours and hours of puppetry.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's a it's a an abandoned subway. Uh, they could have broken the lights, he could have pum- popped out from un, you know from the columns, he could have pulled them down into the tracks. He could have done any number of things that, oh, would, have been that would have been super and, cool and, and actually. Awesome. Uh,
0: yeah, all
3: right. But he just charges right at him.
4: Interesting note about the Sai. You see, as he's sliding it away, it has tape along like the little forks of the Sai. Uh-huh. Yep. Then when he comes charging out with both Sai's, there's no tape.
3: I um, think we've noticed I that th-
4: before, haven't we? I think there is tape. I don't
0: think there is. It, they're like um, shiny. No, there's no tape. Uh, I I'm gonna fight you on that one, but I don't want to make a big deal out of it, it. I think it is taped. I think his thumbs are blocking a good deal of it. It might be a different kind of tape, but it's definitely not. Because in the in the what was it, the second minute of the third minute, we saw a totally different sigh in one shot. Yeah, where even the tines were shaped differently. Yeah, it's not that kind of situation. It. it it's not completely
1: taped. There is tape, but they're not both completely taped. It I can't imagine this film only had two size in the budget. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the thing
3: is I think it's entirely possible that like whoever was in charge, what, what's, what's the job, the, like ex- the producer who's supposed to make sure things are consistent and like, like, like that, uh, you know, if people are doing a shot where they're eating something that like from shot to shot, the food stays the same. I think they had like so in their proper supervisor, department, like yeah. multiple copies of, they had multiple size, like for hero shot, for stunt, right. and then I think that there were some big discrepancies between like the look of the hero shot sai and the one that they actually use in the fight scenes.
0: Well, yeah. and it, I had a question about that too because the way he holds it is he's got his his pinky finger around the handle. His pointer finger is not holding anything, and then his thumb is hooked up through the tine, so he's almost making like finger guns well. to hold the side, which to me just seems like a really odd way to hold that weapon. A <sighs> gang sign. Yeah, he's only got a couple fingers to work with. And I yeah, imagine they must true. be cumbersome fingers yeah. inside those huge rubbery gloves, too. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about the stunt head, the turtle stunt heads? <laughs> <laughs> They're very floppy and wiggly. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's the head without any animatronic equipment in it. Like it's just a fixed expression on the face, right? <laughs> and yeah. the fight choreographers that are inside are the fight the stuntmen who are stunt, inside are looking the through like the mouth hole. Yeah. Um and it's just funny because we hear him grunting and stuff and there are no lips moving at all in the scene. <laughs> is is this the first shot of the stunt head that we see? Uh it might be. I don't know. Cause Uh, I don't think a
3: fight from earlier with Casey Jones. I don't think it shows up in the
0: Casey Jones fight and there isn't a lot of, it definitely, you don't even see him in the beginning of the movie. So
3: yeah, this is a better shot Um, than, than, I mean, this is better lit than the Casey Jones fight. So you're more likely to
0: see it. But, uh, so I think that's the first, the first stunt head that we'll see. (laughs) Um, had a couple continuity things if you guys want to hear him. Okay. Uh, When the subway first, the the subway car first approaches, uh, we see a car with a yellow light on the right and a red light on the left. The scene then cuts back to Raphael standing on the platform. And then when the train approaches again, we see it is a train with just a yellow uh, letter up top. The red light is gone. It appears to be an M train. Mm -hmm. So different subway trains, right? That's number one. Number two is not so much continuity as it is a location goof. They have gone through the trouble in this scene of putting up placards that say city hall all over the place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yet there are several shots where you can clearly see that the actual name of this subway station is Hoyt. Yeah.
1: I was going to say you're you're being pretty generous with the term placard. It's more like duct tape. (laughs) Well,
0: there is. In an earlier minute, you can see where it said there is a, there's a placard that says city hall in the shot. This one, there's some, a taped sign on a pillar. But uh, you can see Hoyt and you can see the E-R-H from the Shermerhorn, which is another New York City subway system. So they basically filmed at another station and called it City Hall for this shot. Why? I'm not entirely sure. I imagine it has something to do with how busy the City Hall station
3: was. Yeah, I would imagine you. You would. it's a lot cheaper and easier to get a, an unbusy
0: stop.
4: You know? Yeah, shooting in the subway is almost impossible. It's just funny
0: like. that they didn't go through the trouble of covering all the signs. It makes me think that they must have had to be in and out really quickly on this shoot. Oh, yeah. Mm.
3: I mean, like, yeah. all the all the uh, station shooting that they do for, uh, like, a House of Cards, none of it's actually done in Washington, D.C. It's all shot in right. Maryland at, like, uh,
0: metro stops that get very little business. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last thing we see in this minute, Raphael is... Officer and a gentleman in April out of there, or uh... or, or
3: Quasimodo or, Fr- or yeah, Quasimodo, or,
2: or, or Phantom of the Opera. Oh, Phantom oh, of the Opera, that's a good reference, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah no, he okay. carries
2: Christine off. I'm trying to remember, yeah.
3: I know in the movies, like Frankenstein's monster carries a girl around, but in the book, did he was there like a point where he like saved a girl from drowning or something? Or
1: He saved a little girl, and then that's it, when the townspeople rejected him, right? Know. Right, hmm. okay,
3: yeah. So, so you know, monster carrying <laughs> or uh, <laughs> girl, or, girl um, off into the sewers
2: what's opera doc <laughs>
0: <Yes>. yeah okay
2: <laughs> yeah. When, what's uh, the
0: movie where it's a girl carrying a guy over the threshold and then she like bangs his head on the door frame <laughs> No airplane uh, i might sounds be very sounds Wesley about right also. that sounds that
3: sounds very airplane
0: <laughs> so he's carrying her down the subway we see three more foot soldiers that are like hey they went that away what happened um, oh my god i'm dude. so confused and one smart foot soldier yeah, the one that decides to follow them. Where did the other two go?
3: They're just like, hey, we just lost one of <laughs> our
0: guys. It's dark Whatever. in there. I don't want to go.
2: It smells. <laughs> yeah, it smells bad. I'm okay, yes. going home.
0: So, so Raphael is, uh, is kidnapping April O'Neil. And yeah. that's where we end this minute. Um <laughs> And we get that nice Foot Clan music again. The do do, ba, ba, do, ba, do ba. Ba mm-hmm. Yeah, the music in this movie is, it's just so good. Very menacing. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. You know what? You know how the Princess Bride music, it's all Mark, bleh, Mark Knopfler stuff, but it's all got a very specific sort of sound to it. Like Errol the same Flyn. kind of synths. Yeah, but even the, the way that the they're all digital instruments, the way they yeah. sound like that score has a sound. This is an easily identifiable score in the way that it sort of has this new Jack swing, early 90s synthesizer kind of hip hop funk thing going on. Um, it's it, just yeah, it's, very easily identifiable.
4: It's almost John
0: Carpenter in a way. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah.
4: Like it's got um, that synth pop kind of feel to it.
3: Oh yeah. man, what would a John, what would John Carpenter have done with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh my god, <laughs> one could only dream. Be terrifying. Be so messed yeah. up.
1: <laughs> Great soundtrack as well. Uh, also one of the 150 movies from this time to involve the song Tequila by the Champs. We talked yes. about that oh, earlier. For a forty-year-old right, song, Brandon. That here got we go. We're gonna. Mileage in it's the not even in
0: this minute. But since we're talking music, how many movies can you name that have the song "Tequila" in it?
1: Off the top of my head, Pee-wee's Big Adventure," "Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles," and "The Sandlot." Um, blanking on a fourth, but those were the three big ones, and they all kind of came out pretty See? close to each other. So you got
3: a hundred and
0: forty-six to go. Yeah, the yeah. guys in that band must have made like a huge payday in the early '90s, late '80s yeah with all their licensing. Um, I'm good for
1: too
0: <laughs> <Take> <laughs> either. I'm good for this minute if you guys are. yeah yip, yip. Brandon, yep yep. Brandon, you good? Yep. All right. hey, uh Brandon, where else uh, might we be able to find some cool stuff from you? Uh, the bathroom <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh no. Uh, no, seriously though uh, Scott and I are in a band uh, the Warren Scott band. we got really creative with the name. we're currently working on our second. Uh, first oops. full-length album, I guess. First and a half album, uh, probably going to drop some point in the next two and a half years. But uh, <laughs> hopefully, we play music, we play shows, and uh, check us out on some incarnation of Warren, social Scott, media. Warren Scott Band on Twitter. Warren and Scott Band on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. That's the live there. journal. Yeah. All right. Cool.
0: Well, for the guys here at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, that was Minute Twenty One, and we will see you guys on Tuesday for Minute Twenty Two. Take it easy, everybody.
4: Bye. Bossa Nova. Chevy Nova.
0: Bye.
3: Cowabunga.